Hi, I'm Anna Conchar. I work two days a week and run a multi-million dollar online business. I also have my MBA and I am a mom, foodie, and avid traveler. I started this show to teach you how to monetize the skills, knowledge, and passions you already have so you can put life first instead of work. Making money doesn't have to be hard or complicated or require you to grind 24-7 when you focus on the right things, and that's exactly what I'm going to teach you. So if you're ready to have more time, money, and energy to do what makes you happy and really live life, you are in the right place. Let's build your million-dollar side hustle. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to your Million Dollar Side Hustle podcast. I am thrilled to have Casey Morris of CEO Teacher on today. Before you introduce yourself, I have to tell them the funny story that I just told you. I literally remember sitting at the Kajabi conference in 2019, listening to Casey on a panel talk about her business and ever since that I've been following you and what you've been doing. So I am just really, really excited about our conversation today. Thank you so much. That makes me, I told her I was so excited. I have like a profound moment from that conference when I was standing in the green room with all of these, to me, famous people that were entrepreneurs and I was a fish out of water and someone whispered in my ear, you belong here. And I remember that being like a defining moment of like me saying, okay, like, whoa, I, maybe I do belong here. Like Maybe these are my people. And it's crazy what life looks like now compared to what it looked like then. But, you know, I believe in the invisible string theory. Like we're all tied together somehow. So I love that you were in the audience that day. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I know a little bit, obviously, about your business because I've been following you for years. But for those who don't know you, this is their first time hearing about you and your business. Can you just share a little bit about your story, how you got started, how your business has changed throughout the years and what you're currently working on? Yes. So I'm Casey Morris. I am a former eighth grade English and language arts teacher from a really small town in South Georgia. And I started out my junior and senior year of college, nine months pregnant. And I took one day off with each of my kids and I got my education degree. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. I was 22, 23 years old on government assistance. And I remember thinking every day to myself, I'm never going to make it. <laughs> I really thought that my life was so difficult then. And to see what it is now is insane. I finally graduated from college. I've got these little babies. We're on government assistance and Medicaid. And I try to get a job and it's around the 2008, 2009 recession. Like I can't even be hired to be a teacher. <laughs> I have a teaching degree and I have all these kids and now I can't get a teaching job. And so I had to substitute teach for a few years. And I finally got hired as a middle school teacher. And that was because no one in the elementary schools would hire. I've been interviewed like 40 times, but they had a, they had a list of like 50 teachers waiting to get hired. And so I started teaching sixth grade English and language arts. And then I taught eighth grade English and language arts. But the same thing came up in my mind every single time. It was, I am working so hard. And the teachers next door to me are maybe not working as hard as I am working. But the thing is, is we're all getting paid the same amount of money, right? And so I loved my job, but I just couldn't get down with the, the harder I worked, the same money I make. That was kind of the theory back then. And so I really was struggling also with postpartum depression. I just, you have this dream of like, I have a family and I have the job and I'm supposed to have everything I ever wanted. And I'm so unhappy. Like I, I was miserable. 
And so because I was miserable, I really struggled writing my lesson plans. And I stumbled upon a website back then. It was called Teachers Pay Teachers. It's now shortened to TPT. And it's this online marketplace where teachers buy and sell their lesson plans. And so I would give a couple dollars a week and some teacher in the world would gift my students with education. That when I couldn't create the lesson plan for them, some teacher did that for me. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. And one night I'm watching trashy reality television and I say to myself, I think I can do this. I think I can do this too. And so that was 2013. And that's kind of where my business started. I had the goal of only making enough money to pay our Netflix bill, which back then was when they sent you the two DVDs in the mail for $8 a month. And so we couldn't really even afford that. So I was like, oh, well, if I can make enough money to pay for Netflix, then we're good. And the first month I made $50 and it kind of became this addiction that I had. It's like, oh, okay, well, let me just work a little bit harder. Let me work a little bit harder. And so over a three-year time, I got really nerdy with SEO and search engine optimization and and built my business to $100,000 a year as I was still teaching full-time. And in 2018, I decided to leave the classroom and see what could life look like if I just sold my lesson plans all the time. And so I left the classroom and got pregnant with my fourth child at the time. And so I was a little worried because it was kind of up and down, selling your lesson plans, right? No, No sales in the summer, very little because teachers aren't in school. And so I decided to launch an online program that taught teachers how they could sell their lesson plans too. And I had no idea what life had in store for me. In seven days, I made over $100,000. And that then was born the CEO teacher. And so now I help teachers make money online using 10 success paths. And we own a multi-million dollar membership. And I live my best life every single day. So sorry for the long drawn out story, but I feel like it's important to see all the steps of like, it, it, it's been it's been over 10 years, but it's crazy what life looks like now. That's amazing. Amazing to go from like government assistance to now a multi-million dollar membership. Grateful. Gratitude. Uh, I cry a lot. <laughs> I cry a lot because um, I didn't think I deserved to live a life like this. And so if anyone's listening and they think, I don't know if there's anything left for me, there is. And I think what's painted for you on the other side of whatever your struggle is, it could be depression, it could be financial issues, it could be all of the above. It's more beautiful than you can't even imagine it. Wow. So what was your like first introduction to this online business industry? Did you see someone else doing it? Did you how did you kind of make that transition from lesson plans to teaching how to make money as a teacher? So in 2015, so I started 2013, 2015, I started doing YouTube videos, okay, which are painful, very, very painful if you go back and watch. But those took on a lot. They got a lot of traction and they were cheesy. I did chipmunk voices. And so back then I decided to help teachers sell their... I mean, I was teaching teachers how to sell lesson plans for free on YouTube in 2015. I didn't launch my program to 2018. I just mm-hmm. did it because I was loving it. I was having so much fun. And I was like, let me help all the people. And so I knew I wanted to create a course, but of course I took Amy Porterfield's webinars that convert all the things. And so I was obsessed with Amy and I did a webinar and I made like three sales. And it was like, this was for teaching people how to take pictures of their products. I was just trying a little bit of everything. Right. And I knew I wanted to create this course because I had so many people interested, but I wanted to do it the right way. And so I knew I could create the course. I did that when I was ready for it, but I didn't know how to put it out into the world. And enter in Jeff Walker. And I paid for Jeff Walker's program with a credit card. And at the time, I told my husband, I was like, I don't know why, but I know this is going to change our lives. 
And so crazy enough, Jeff Walker was just on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, which is a dream that I never in a million years thought. I don't know if you're familiar with Jeff, but to me, he's the goat. He is the greatest marketer of all time. Yeah. Amazing. Basically started giving lots of value for free, building up your audience, figuring out like how all of this stuff works, eventually launched and now you have the business that you have today. Yes. And I cannot stress this enough is that you should never focus on selling. You should always focus on service. And I was serving an audience that I didn't know I was going to have three years before I ever asked them for any money. Mm. And so I think because I had detached their value to what I was looking for is the reason why it was so successful. I don't know if you believe in like the law of detachment and the law of assumption and the law of the universe and all that kind of stuff. I'm very religious, but also very spiritual. But I truly believe that if you serve people first, if you love people first, we teach connection marketing and our number one core value is be a good human, be good to all people. And that is so not talked about enough when people talk about strategy is that it will always pay you back. Like that's the way the world works is if you are a good person and you treat people well, then it'll always come back to you. So I love that, but I can also hear like me having a conversation with someone and they're being like, you're telling me I have to do stuff for free for three years before I make any money, right? I'm sure you get that too. So like how when you are now coaching, right? Because you work Mm -hmm. with teachers who are wanting to make more money or maybe do something different. If you told them you have to do something for three years before you make the transition, they probably would not have a multi-million dollar membership, right? Right. How do you kind of teach that with students or how do you kind of overcome that objection when you do? So I tell them I did that so you don't have to. (laughs) I I worked all that time for free so you don't have to. And so we don't really have a one size fits all, right? Everyone has their own business and yeah. it always looks a little different, but we teach 10 different pathways to success. And so for us, in the beginning, the mindset is the harder you work, the more money you make. And it depends on how much you want to put into it. And as you begin to grow that business and as your passive income begins to develop, then you can focus in on those things like your courses and selling a membership and all of that. But for me, I needed the stability of I need enough money coming in on a monthly basis that I know I can work hard and make that money before I jump all in. I think people miss the mark here and they think, I'm going to sell a course and I'm going to be a millionaire or I'm going to sell a membership and I'm going to be a millionaire. But they forgot the struggle. So if you go back seven years before I launched, I had a launch that made $100,000 in seven days. I was creating programs. I was creating lesson plans. And that first month, I made $50. And then if you see in our webinars, I like to show the progression of it really is a slow start. And so it's like anything else in life. It's like losing the weight. It's like gaining the muscle. It's like developing a relationship with someone you love. Yeah, we want to jump from zero to 60. Of course, we want to lose 50 pounds in two months. But the reality of it is, is that if you do that, which I tell my students is if you make easy, quick money, it leaves just as quickly as it arrives. Exactly as is if you lose 50 pounds in two months it leaves just as quickly as it arrives. You can gain it all back so fast because you forgot to establish the things that matter most, which are habits. And it wasn't until I started to embody atomic habits and the power of now and understand what Charles Duhigg was talking about in his book, The Power of Habit, when I started realizing is that habit stacking is real. 
And every single thing in my life now revolves around a simple habit that started 10 years ago. And now I'm getting to live this life. But it's not going to take you 10 years. It's not going to take you three years because our students are doing this. We have two students that have made a million dollars now in two to three years. And so that is so exciting, but it's not going to take a month. And if it does, it may leave just as quickly as it arrives. Absolutely. So you've brought this up the 10 ways. Are you still focused on helping teachers sell lesson plans or what are you really focusing on now? Or what are these 10 ways? If you don't like, if you can share them. Yeah. So um, I'll take you back to like the, the course, if that's okay, okay. to kind of see yeah. where it started. In 2018, when we launched this program, it was transform your resources. So the only thing that I did was teach teachers. It was $397. And it was to teach teachers how to sell their lesson plans online. Because at that time, I kind of felt like that was my only claim to fame. I'd never sold a course that was successful. I'd never really done a good webinar, right? My blog was doing okay, but I wasn't making millions from it. And so I had just started my podcast. It was eight weeks in at that point. And so I didn't really know anything else to teach them. And so I taught them how to do lesson plans and I made $124,000 in seven days. And so that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can help them in more ways. And so over the last five years, six years, it is now developed in, now we have social proof. We have proof that we have made money in these 10 different avenues. And so our teachers were coming in and they were like, okay, I sold my lesson plan. So it's just really not my thing. Like I don't love it. And so I really would rather do something else. And so we have 10 pathways inside of our membership that you can choose. Most people choose multiple pathways. I do all 10, but our main stream of revenue is just one pathway, which is a membership. And so, but you know, diversifying your income, it adds this sense of security into your life and fun. Like my my theme, my my word of the year is fun. And so I really want teachers to have fun when they're doing this. If you're just making lesson plans, it can get boring really quick. So our 10 pathways, you may share those. Yeah, please, please do. Okay. So is a resource creator. So that's a digital resource creator, which would be your lesson plans, a physical resource creator. So these are teachers that are making like earrings and t-shirts. And I'm saying teachers, but just know that this business model really can apply to anybody. Teachers are making online courses. We're making memberships. Influencers. Some of our most successful students are influencers. We have bloggers. We've just recently launched our coaching program, online tutors. We have podcasters. And then we teach like memberships or subscription based models where they can make monthly recurring revenue because that is my favorite term of all time. Yes. Yes. So how did you go from that course, that $397 course that you launched in 2018? to transitioning into even your own membership model. Yeah, a lot of crash and burn, a lot of crashing, a lot of burning. <laughs> you thought it would get easier and it got way harder. So I made $124,000 and I didn't come from money, remember? So I had this insatiable fear that everything that I worked hard for was going to go away. And when I was at that Kadabi conference, it's funny that we brought that up. James Wedmore and I got to chat. And so at that point, I was terrified that my money was going to go away. He was like, if you continue down this road, your business will fall apart in six months time. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're a mess. He's like, your mindset is off. You are working too hard. You are literally wishing this money out of your bank account. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. And so he said, you've got to stop trying to fix everything, to force everything 
and start listening to your people, start flowing with what they, I was like, but what if they quit me? What if they do this? He's like, you're a yes woman right now. He's like, you got to stop being a yes woman and you got to really focus in. And so about that time, actually, funny enough, I, when, when, when was that? Okay. So this was 2019. I get on an airplane after this conference. This is like the circle of life here. Okay. And my two employees quit as I'm boarding the airplane. Oh my gosh. Same time, five minutes apart from each other. It was because I was a horrible boss. Like James is telling me, you're forcing everything. I was overworking that my my motto was, I'm paying you, let's work hard. I had no idea what I was doing, but little did I know was that God was going to send me everything that I had ever needed. And the girl that was working part-time for us was like, look, I don't mind coming in and helping, but you've got to listen to me and you've got to start being honest. You've got to stop trying to do everything. And let's just try to make this work. I believe in you. I believe that this is going to be you know, great, but I think that we need to change from a course model. She is my integrator. She's the best human that I've ever met in my entire life. And that was really when everything changed was when COVID hit and we started saying yes, but in the right ways. And so mm. we were creating a course and then everyone wanted to just me teach them for life, right? So they pay the course and then I teach them for, I was showing up every week, sometimes multiple times a week. I was answering Facebook questions seven hours a day. And so we realized that what our students really needed was for us to hold their hand and to walk them through the path. And a course model just doesn't lend itself to do that. It doesn't lend itself to, to me to be a teacher at heart. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we switched to a membership model. And there was a lot of crashing and burning. A lot of people were upset because we use the words, if I could give your listeners any advice, this is the most important thing I could ever say. We use the words lifetime access. Mm-hmm. Never say that. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? And so when we switched to a membership model, a lot of our students, at that point, we had about a thousand students were very upset because they had lifetime access. And at that mm-hmm. point, I'm coaching every week. I'm showing up in the Facebook groups and they pay this one-time fee. And so now looking back, I'm so glad that we set that boundary, but it was a lot of learning that we had to do to get to where we are now. There's definitely never a one size fits all. And I think it's, I like personally am so interested to hear that transition into a membership model, how you have made it work, how does it work? What are some of the struggles with it? Because even in my own business, like we've tried memberships multiple, like front end memberships multiple times. And I like hate them because of the whole retention factor, right? Of like, I don't know, someone could stay in for a month or six months or six years, right? But I do love the recurring revenue (laughs) out of a monthly membership. So memberships are definitely like front end memberships are not my expertise at all. Hey there, friend. I wanted to take a pause real fast to talk about the tech stress of building out your online business. Now, if you are looking for the simplest way to start, grow, and manage your online course, membership, or coaching program, look no further than Kajabi. Kajabi is the number one tool that I use in my business. It has everything that you need to sell and deliver your program. From landing pages and sales pages to checkout and collecting payment to email and creating sequences and also housing all of the content that you are delivering to your paying members and students, Kajabi has it all. 
and you can get started today with a free 30-day trial by going to anaconchar.com slash free month. Now, I tried lots of different tools before I finally decided to make the leap to Kajabi, and I can tell you it is well worth the investment. I no longer have to try to get all of these different softwares to talk to each other. I am no longer overwhelmed with the tech stress. And not only that, but Kajabi has the best support. You can get on with their support team via the chat anytime that you are coming across a problem or are needing help in understanding how to use their technology. Kajabi really is the best of the best when it comes to hosting and delivering your online course membership or coaching program and I could not recommend it more. If you want to check it out and you want to see the power that Kajabi can be, go to anaconchar.com slash free month for your free 30-day trial. Again, that's anaconchar.com slash free month. Let's like really dive into how have you made this membership work? How have you grown it? Some of the hurdles that you did and continue to have, like how are you working through them? Like you just said, you went from having a thousand members who were a little angry, right? Yeah. Because we switched to a membership model to now having a multi-million dollar membership. Yeah. So going back to Allie and the, yeah. the salt of the earth, she says, this is what we need to do. And here are the people. So we had just launched a program and then we realized we wanted it to become a membership. And so she's like, I'm going to coupon everyone to make them feel. So she went through thousands of coupons to make it right for students for probably 18 months. Okay. And so that was part of us making it right. That mm -hmm. was when we really, when, when, when her and I came together and said, we need some core values here. It was be a good human, be good to all people. And so we did whatever we could to make it right. We took a hit financially that year so that we could make it. We took a hit financially almost for eight, for that whole 18 months, really, because the thing with courses, it's a whole lot of money at one time if you do it right. But I couldn't live on that roller coaster of if I had a launch that failed, I might not feed my family, my employees. There, there were a way the stakes were getting higher and higher and yeah. higher. And I was. I was losing sleep over it. I couldn't eat because I not only loved my students, but now I love these people that were working for me. And I have a podcast editor. I mean, at one point we had like 27 people that were contracted with us. And so I just had to take care of them. And so the way that we did it the right way is that we oversimplified everything. My business is so simple now. My business is so simple. And I wish I would have learned that sooner. And I should have, because you look at the Amy Porterfield, who is the the course creator, the greatest of all time. You look at Jenna Kutcher, who teaches people about podcasting. You look at Jeff Walker, who teaches people how to launch. You look at yep. Sue McLaren, who teaches people about memberships. And so what they taught me was that I am making things way too complicated. And so, yes, we have 10 pathways inside of our program, but we have one membership for yep. one price. And we launch it twice a year. That is my business model. And so we've done that for the last four or five years. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all we got. And that's all the tricks we got in the bag. And so our goal was the retention, right? It was how right. do I keep these people? How do I love these people? Because if they leave, that means I gotta work harder. And so right. what can I, what if I just make them stay? What if we just help them stay? 
And so we got really good with our numbers three years ago and said, all right, so we know now that if we can get them to month four, they'll probably stay till month six. If they stay past month six and make it to month nine, they're going to keep paying us forever. And I say that lightly. I say that as a general statement. But if I can get you to month nine, I know that we're in it to win it together. We're a family. And so our data proves that. And Mm -hmm. so what is the drop off at four months? How can we connect with you? How can we make sure? And it's not like we send you a free gift so you'll stay. It is we're in their inbox. We are on a call with them. We are, how can we love you more? What is it that's not working? Because the thing is, is people leave a membership because they're not getting the value that they thought or the finances are not there. And so I teach them how to make money. Are we undervaluing what you're paying us for? And so how can we just make it right? And I just can't reiterate connection marketing and how important that is on the growth of your membership. And if you can keep people, that monthly, what's beautiful about monthly recurring revenue is the next time you launch, it just stacks on top and it just stacks on top. So yeah. Do you have any sort of evergreen model or it's truly just like you have two launches a year. Those are the two times people can get in and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So we're launching actually at the end of February of 2024. So that is our spring launch, which does the best for us because teachers are going, I don't like my job. How can I not do this again? And I say that jokingly, but our our spring launch does the best for us. And then we always launch again at the close to like the end of the year, like November-ish mark, because teachers got to get back in school, get back in the swing of things. We do have a lot of Australian teachers who actually do their school year from January to December. So it's intricate kind of how we've managed it all. But we tried the Evergreen model. And so we tracked the data with that. And so for Evergreen, what that allowed us to do was to keep our monthly recurring revenue the same. However, we're spending more in ad spend, right? So it's really just a wash. So could we take a hit and nurture our people to Mm -hmm. stay? So I don't spend, we don't spend ad spend unless we're going into a launch, which is insane for people to hear that are in the entrepreneurial space. But we don't. Eight weeks out, running into a launch. That's when we're spending money on ads. That's it. Amazing. And what do your launches look like? Oh, that's a lot. So we, we've changed so much. It used to be Jeff Walker, like die hard, whatever Jeff Walker said, like that's all yeah. I did was a video series. But now we, the last like three launches, we've gone Amy Porterfield style. We've just done webinars and they've done really well. Are they exhausting? Yes. But, you know, Amy kept saying the more you do them, the better you'll get. And now my bread and butter is a live webinar. It is. And I live for a live webinar now. I love them so much. So how do you, what are kind of your four areas that you focus on since you're not using ads between launches, building up that audience for your launch? What are you focusing on? We love a free strategy. We love organic, right? So, but they take work. And so this is where people, they hear, she doesn't spend any money on ads, Ben. So like she just chills the rest of the year and I don't. So this year, our initiative is, so back in during COVID, we started this and we kind of got known for going live on Facebook every once a week or whatever during COVID. And we would bring teachers in and say like, how are you teaching people virtually? And so they would, because we were all, no, nobody knew what we were doing, right? Right. And so it like started this, like we started calling it teacher TV and like teachers was showing up every week because who else was going to teach them what to do? Right. And so we said, it did really well during COVID. Let's do it again. So that's what we're doing this year is every Thursday night at 7 p.m. You can join us on Facebook for teacher TV. And I take the podcast theme for the week and I just kind of go into even more detail about it. And it's very unique because most of the people that watch our lives don't listen to our podcast. 
So essentially, I could teach the same content, but I don't because I don't want someone to come and listen and hear the same thing twice. Right. Uh, but we're not really reinventing the wheel. So what's beautiful about this strategy is that you get to use your audiences for ads, people mm-hmm. that watch your videos. And yep. so our cost per lead is way down. Like the ads team is like, we are loving this. It's a game of chess and you have to learn where you want to put your pieces and how you want to do it. So people are going to tell you, like we went viral on TikTok a few times. We tracked all of our data. My people don't buy from TikTok. Why am I going to spend my time there? It was 2022 the last time I posted on TikTok, I think. It's just so important to track your numbers and to know. My people are also on Instagram. I'm on Instagram every single day. I am on Instagram every single day, not my team. And so... Also building on the connection thing. I don't talk about my business much on Instagram unless it's like, come watch the podcast being recorded or unless we're in a launch because I want people to come for the content and Mm -hmm. then to stay because they enjoy being there, not because I'm trying to sell them something. Love that. I don't think I've asked this yet, but what is the price of your membership and what is your average retention rate? So we... Our past price for our membership is $59 a month. Okay. Even. And so that's what we have sold it for for the last three years. Now it will be increasing when we launch in February because we've just re-recorded 300 videos for it. And we have a lot of sticky factors that people don't find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Now our retention rate, I don't have like the number off of the top of sure. my head. I can't just like, I, I should have yeah. researched that a little bit better. I'm not sure. But what's really cool is that a lot of our students come back. And so that means more to me than anything. It's like, oh, they know if I leave, a lot of them know if they leave, they can't get back in because we only launch twice a year. And so they're like, well, I don't have time to do it this month, but Christmas is next month and I will have time. And I know she's not going to launch it again until March or February. And so that's really helped us is that they all, they know they can't just email us and get in the membership. So just thinking about strategies that will help people stay. Stu McLaren calls them the sticky factors have been the most important thing for us when it comes to retention. We don't say you get to skip a month, you get $10 off. We never discount what we have. We just try to under promise and over deliver at all times. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so I do want to talk about something that you brought up really briefly, and that is connection marketing. What is that when you say that? And why is it so important? Yes, we have a whole framework in our membership that teaches this idea of connection marketing. This is where so many entrepreneurs are missing the mark back when they got their million followers or however, if you go look on someone's Instagram and you're like, oh, they got 150,000 followers and they post a reel and they have 57 likes. Mm -hmm. That's because there's a disconnect between connection marketing. Back in the day, you could gain all these followers and because you had that clout, they would show your content to your followers. However, now Instagram and AI has really smartened up and said, no, we want to show people what they want to see, not just because they followed you. And Mm -hmm. so that's where connection marketing comes in. That's where being a human is the most important piece of all of this. Recently, research has proven that they thought the most important human connection in life was love, the best, the most emotion. They thought that that was how people connected to each other, that love conquers all. But recently, science has proven that it's actually authenticity, which is why when you watch people on TikTok or whatever, and they're trying to sell you something, you're just, you get the ick. You're like, ugh, no, I'm not going to buy this same thing that 15 other chicks I just watched showed me because it's not authentic. They're not being themselves. They're just being who someone else wanted them to be. 
And so how can you connect with your audience and show up authentically yourself and do that consistently? Because that's when your business will continue to grow. So some examples of that that are not easy to do, but fun for me is I'm training for a marathon. So every single week I do a long run and I vlog it on my Instagram. I love CrossFit. So I upload my workout Monday through Friday. And not only has it made me more accountable for my workouts, I'm like, oh, wait, I told people I do CrossFit five days a week. I got to actually go to the gym. <laughs> and then that leads into, well, Casey, what are you eating? Well, Casey, what does the podcast look like this week? And so today I did a little background of like, come check out the podcast. I'm, a, I'm about to record the show. So if you can just be you and you can do it consistently, people depend on that. And they're like, oh, well, Oh, Casey's going to record a show on Wednesday. She's, we know she's going to record it on Monday, but it airs on Wednesday. And so they show up on Monday to see like what the behind the scenes looks like. Yeah. And so I am, I, what we have gotten really good at is that I'm going to do the same things Monday through Sunday, basically on Instagram. So it's very predictable, but it allows the conversation to get going. I'm also, I told you I'm on a journey to find more fun. And so I am traveling a lot this year and just taking my followers along then as well. So when I ask them for money, I hope that they know that I've helped serve them and motivate them and encourage them too along the way. So do you have kind of like almost like a content calendar of like, this is what I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Or is it truly like you're just sharing what you're doing in your life? We used to. We used to have a content calendar okay. and now I've just gotten good at it that I don't have to. So I actually post all my stories at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's so cheesy. Like I don't do it throughout the day. I ain't got time for that. I got too many kids. So I try to post them all about the same time. But as we move into launch, so we're about to get into our runway. Okay. Yes, we do have something. So we will sprinkle in a podcast recording. We'll sprinkle in a video. But if you'll notice that the engagement on those is significantly lower. And so here's where people miss the mark too, is that they go into a launch and they just share, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. And yep. their t- engagement tanks. So yes. we want to keep engagement high and then we'll share something. We know it's going to be this ebb and this flow. We're going to gain followers, lose them, gain followers, lose them. But that's the job. That's my job. Right. And so right. how can I gain followers? And so, and I try to tell them, look, I want to be like talking about my business. Like j- if you, if you want to come back next Tuesday, <laughs> that's fine too. Cause you don't want them to leave. I always say maybe it's just a not right now. Okay. So one last thing I want to cover before we wrap up is you said we multiple times. You've mentioned your integrator. So what does your team look like now? Yeah. So also simplified. I mentioned we had 20 something contractors. I have two full time employees that are the loves of my life. I have Allie and I have Tina. And so Allie is our integrator. She is the brains behind it all. I am the truly a visionary. I don't, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the book rocket fuel or traction. And so. We read those together and we didn't fully grasp it. I don't think our model is, it it really goes with that, but I have the, I can do all the dreaming and I can make all the big ideas. And Allie is the one that color coordinates it and has it on a calendar and she individualizes everything into a task so that that dream becomes one action that leads to this big goal. And I could never do what I do without her or someone that does, you know, what she does for me. And then we have Tina who came in as like a wingman to help. And she is really molded into our copywriter. She does copywriting full time, but also she's just part of uh, we're oh, this huge, just well-oiled machine now where we read each other's minds. They were both students of mine when I first launched the program. And so it's really unique because they know what we offer. They were teachers, both teachers. They both went into our program. And so they've coached for three years. 
I just can't reiterate enough that you should love people and grow with them. Like it's really hard to bring on someone that knows nothing about your business and then then become the best employee you ever had because you have to nurture them. So those are our two full-time employees. We also have a podcast producer who does our YouTube videos and he does our podcasting as well. And so those are people that I could never, ever do without. And then we have graphic, I have a, a graphic designer who works on a contract basis and things like that. But yeah, it's just, it's so easy now. And I hope that everyone gets to find that a lot quicker than I did. You almost like have to go through the journey. And like you said, it's like, if you don't go through that journey, then it's going to leave as quickly as it came. That's right. Well, Casey, this has been phenomenal. I think I could pick your brain all day and we'll hear more about all of your strategies and simplifying of the business. But where can everyone find you, connect with you? What's the best place? I know you have multiple places and also where they can take a sneak peek at your connection marketing. (laughs) Yeah. If you ever want to find me, if you just type in Casey Morris on Google, I'm mostly on Instagram. I show up on Facebook every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Teacher TV. And you can come to our website, which is CaseyMorris.com. It's spelled K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S. But our business is called The CEO Teacher. And yeah, that's just what we do. Help teachers make money online. And if you know a teacher or if you have someone in your family that is a teacher, please spread the word. That's part of our connection marketing strategy is word of mouth marketing is not dead. And we hope that you get to share about our business to the people you love too. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Casey. This was fantastic. Anna, so nice to meet you. Hey there, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you definitely need to check out the Powered by Passive Academy. It is my program that teaches you how to make passive income with your own online course, membership, or coaching program. You can learn more about it at poweredbypassiveacademy.com slash learn more. Or if you're ready to enroll today, you can go to poweredbypassiveacademy.com and I'll see you inside the program.